You might be tired of needles, but that's because you're using the wrong needles. Stay tuned. This is Alma Wayne Myers. You're listening to Epilepsy Hell to Epilepsy Well. And on today's episode, uh, we were interviewed earlier with Krista James, and we covered acupuncture and getting stuck and getting unstuck by getting stuck. It's amazing, honestly. So... Welcome to the show. Buckle in, get some popcorn, whatever it is you need for the ride. Smoke a bowl. We don't mind. We're friendly here. Just make sure you're taking care of yourself because that's what really matters. Yeah, just kind of share how you came across acupuncture and yeah, what sparked your interest in that. And I will grab my extension cord. <laughs> So, humorously enough, and I'm sorry, it's a little dark in here. I like the dark. I'm trying to get the light working, but humorously enough, uh, martial arts. When I was a kid, I read all about martial arts books, and they were talking about all these spots that you could use to, like, hurt and respectively heal people. I had no idea about it. Like, this is really cool. It talks about it, but you're like, Whatever. I have no idea where these points are or what to do with them. Uh, when I actually got out of the army, I decided I wanted to do something the opposite of holding a gun in somebody's face. <laughs> so I figured acupuncture was a good thing to do. And I uh, just decided I was going to go to acupuncture school. So I went to do the schooling I needed to. Uh, it was actually only two years of units required. Um, Many people have four years worth of college or beyond when they start acupuncture school. And here in California, it's a four years master's program. So I did four years of education. We also had two years of clinical training. And I spent another year and a half afterwards being a supervisor, guiding the other students through the process of learning their points, making point selections, and making sure that they're comfortable with their patients and the patients are, like, comfortable with the treatments and everything. Everybody's happy because, I mean, it gets a little scary. Sometimes you just want somebody there. Sometimes you're a little bit off and you just need to say, hey, look, just a little bit here will be a little more uh, accurate. You'll get better results. One of the nice things about acupuncture is bad acupuncture is better than no acupuncture. But if you get good acupuncture, you get better results. Um, So what do you feel, in your opinion, is like a good acupuncture or bad acupuncture? Is that something you can actually answer uh, without yeah, getting I mean, like- Honestly, it's really easy. You have people that like are stuck on a system, like any of your other doctors, any of the other people you talk to, your teachers, they have a system that they were taught and they're stuck on it. And all they know is this system and they try to put everybody in this box because that's all they want them to be. So a good acupuncturist is somebody that's actually going to evaluate you and use multiple systems and perspectives in order to figure out what the root cause of your problem is and address it. Because oftentimes people are just like, oh, I have a pain and they stick a problem, a needle in. It's like, oh, well, I was taught that in this system that if we do this, that this works. The one I hate the most is the one where they only do from the elbows down to the fingers and the knees down to the feet. So the most sensitive spots of the body. These are classical points 
and traditionally they're very powerful, but at the same time, when used wrong, they will give you a seizure. Oh, I know because Raphael, I I started off not having epilepsy, so I treated a few people that had epilepsy. So I struggled with what was the reducing treatment, what was the containing treatment, how to boost them and not like give them a seizure. So it was a lot of trial and error. And oftentimes I left them feeling better and other times they were a little more fried out until I came back a couple more days because it takes a little bit for the acupuncture to wear off. So, you know, like two to three days for the most part is the optimal aspect of getting acupuncture. If you really want to ride your treatment out, you get acupuncture every three days because it's an energy system and we want to regulate like the spikes and the dot, you know, the dives from we understand that we are an electrical being. Our brain is all electrical impulses. You know, these our brains connected to our spine. Our spine sends out more nerve impulses. And in the prospect of using acupuncture, we're hoping to align these nerve signals because it's not like a long wire. The nerves aren't a straight wire. They have little gaps in them. You know, we have axions is what it's called on the end of them to help them jump from one nerve bundle to the next, and it's faster than traveling up a straight line. So the nerve bundle gets excited, it jumps to the next nerve, and it shoots down the line, it jumps to the next. So oftentimes, some of these get overexcited or underexcited, and we're not able to stimulate properly in our brain, and we'll have a seizure. So acupuncture is able to regulate the, definitely the fight or flight, when you're caught in hypervigilance all the time, when you just, you don't know what to do. You're feeling crazy. You're like, do I attack this? Do I run away? Do I freeze? Do I start like pleasing everybody around me so they'll leave me alone? I mean, that's often what we find all the time. Like, fight or flight comes under the four Fs. You know, you fight, you run away, which is flight. You're either going to freeze because you don't know what to do. Oftentimes, that's the seizure. You have a seizure, you're frozen, you're stuck. There's nothing you can do until you get back up on the floor. And then you're still in hypervigilance. And then it's like, all right, do you want to fight why you had the seizure? Or do you want to run away from like the situation? Or again, it's like, oh, here, if I make you happy, you'll stop stressing me out and I can stop having a seizure. That's really uh, interesting. Where we're getting the trauma and you know, we're constantly traumatized from having a seizure. And I have found in my own experiences, getting acupuncture just pulls the crazy out of your brain. You can like think straight. The, the pain in your body starts relaxing because honestly, feeling like you've been hit by a car after a seizure just lasts for a while. And if you're not working on it, if you're not promoting circulation, increasing like blood flow, this is what you need to reduce pain. And acupuncture helps reduce inflammation naturally just using the body's own natural responses to the needles. So you have histamine response that increases the ability to fight off disease. Oh, that's illnesses within your own body. Yeah, and then also reduces the vagus nerve. So you're able to like get out of fight or flight and you're able to eat and digest and you can be hungry again. I mean, unless you're an emotional eater, it doesn't stop, you're gonna eat. But if you're not an emotional eater and you're like really skinny and you could probably use a burger or two in your meal, 
<laughs> you know, like, seriously, it's a little hard to want to eat. It's not that you're hungry. You're not hungry. You are hungry. It doesn't matter. You just feel like crap. Yes. You don't want to eat. And then it's like, how am I going to make something? I don't want to eat nothing. And this helps with that. It's so amazing. It just... Getting, getting again the crazy, the crazy out of the brain. brain. I mean, I mean we, we all know, know what the epilepsy, epilepsy fight club is like. like. You know, nobody really talks <laughs> about it unless you're in it. It's so true. It's like, you know. <laughs> I hear you on that hundred percent. So um yeah, for the people that have um, joined us, um, I'm not too sure if anybody's had experiences with ac acupuncture. I have, and it's been fantastic. And um, so for those people that might have never tried acupuncture before, I know a lot of people are afraid of needles. And this is one of the reasons why they, they don't try it. And I know that I... I don't really have a, a fear of needles. And I, I imagine that a lot of us living with epilepsy have had a lot of needles put into us and we've probably become my... pretty, pretty used to it anyways. But for those right. who do have a fear, um, is there anything that you can say to maybe make that person feel a little bit uh, more at ease about getting acupuncture? All right. Uh, so, I'm trying to get this light to work a little better, better for me for you guys, guys on IG. See what I can do. Is that gonna work? Okay. So here's a package of needles. Okay. It's relatively small, you know. Um, so those of you guys on Facebook, I was trying to make it. Uh, I'd be able to see it. Um, I got a low light camera here, so it doesn't help with my phone. <laughs> But, you know, this, this is actually, actually one of the one thicker of the needles. needles. Um, um, it's more like an orthopedic, orthopedic kind of deal. deal. And honestly, honestly, this is what we want to stimulate our nerves and get kind of a relaxed, relaxed feeling. feeling. It comes it in comes a little guide tube. And so basically what it does is you press it down into the point and it stretches the skin out. So that when you tap the needle in, it doesn't actually hurt. Because what hurts is generally if the skin isn't stretched out and tight, because we have a lot of tension, especially in our fascia. We have all these nerve endings that are all like tight and bundled up. So if you're just jamming something into a really tight muscle, it can be painful. And that's why I always do a lot of relaxation techniques. There's some nice quick. Uh, neurological releases that I learned from one of my teachers that's already retired and he's down in Costa Rica now. <laughs> but there's some really good stuff you can just do. It's like lymph drainage stuff. It's tissue pulling. You just do some real light um, techniques. Actually, it doesn't take a lot. But here on Facebook, you can see I got a needle in my hand. You know, it was really easy to put in. And this and actually is actually a spot, spot for headaches. For headaches. So those well, of you on Instagram, Instagram that can't see this, it's actually on my on hand. hand. So, so between, between your, your thumb, thumb and your big finger, finger. Uh, if you bring them together, you kind of get a big jump <clears throat> on the muscle here. So in the muscle group, and you're actually able to uh, get it to mound up. So at the highest point, you're going to see 
and you're able to press into this. This is really good for headaches. So this is very commonly used for frontal headaches. So when your face, the front of your face is hurting more than the rest of your body, well, honestly, just headaches in general. And if you work up this channel and you go into the elbow, you'll reach another spot that's all about like working on the inflammation out of your body. So it's the same channel. And this actually will help you poop too. It'll also help you which, sorry? It'll help you, it'll help you poop. It'll help you poop. Okay, that's what I thought it'll you said. You poop. This is actually the large intestine channel. So, okay. and large intestines is literally about letting crap go. Yes. And a lot of people are having trouble letting crap go. When you had a seizure, it's horrible. Why did this happen to me? No! I mean, right. seriously, it doesn't matter where you're at in this journey. We all agree epilepsy sucks. Yes. Uh, whether you're born with it, uh, I was not, I believe, you know, we said that you were, and you know, we've talked to lots of other people that have been born with it, and like still in their adulthood, they're still struggling with it, and they're like, epilepsy sucks. And then we've got all these other people that have been able to get control of their epilepsy and continue on and do amazing things. We've got actors, we've got models, we've got sports teams players. There's all kinds of educated people, you know, that all walks of life that like can manage themselves with epilepsy, even if we don't have a drug that solves it for us. That's right. <clears throat> so true. And, and that's the best part about acupuncture is you're able to go get help from somebody else that makes you feel good afterwards. Yes. Exactly. And that's really what's needed. I feel like this is the thing that doesn't get discussed enough in Western medicine. When you go to your neurologist, there isn't this emphasis on like, sure, they'll just sort of play lip, lip service, I think, to, to eating healthy, maybe, and, you know, take your medication and avoid seizure triggers. But what about preventative measures and put and, and things that will actually put your body into a healing state so that you're not you're not susceptible to those triggers as much. And so um, we're, you know, I just want to let everybody know um, that's on live. So we're probably going to chit chat for maybe another 10 minutes um, about this, but we're definitely going to be back again um, because Alma and I have, yeah, we've discussed at length how we kind of want to do a little bit of a podcast or something and, and bring light to more of these uh, different techniques and healing modalities that are out there to give tools to people with epilepsy uh, the ability to to live a much more fulfilling life. And um, there's two things that I really want to uh, highlight about acupuncture um, before, yeah, before we go. And the one is talking about fascia. And so we've both mentioned that word a few times um, throughout this conversation. It's one of my favorite topics, but I know a lot of people have no idea what we're talking about. And um, I, I really want to say that this is probably one of the most, I don't know, fascinating, or I don't want to say maybe necessarily important parts of the human body, but it's from my understanding where your electrical system lives. It's what brings your electrical system to every part of your body and that every nerve fiber, every bone, every muscle is wrapped in fascia. And it's, it's very, um, it's kind of like plasticky almost. It's, you can, I know from yoga, it takes long, slow holds and lots of um, being in a relaxed state in order to re release it. It's what gives you a knot. Essentially, it's kind of gets, it's very sticky. 
Um, and it really um, can do a lot of damage, it can cause a lot of pain. And, but at the same time, it's, it's what's keeping us alive. So I wanted you to sort of speak to that um, a little bit about fascia. And before we go, if you're able to maybe show, we were talking about um, everybody who's watching a couple points they can um, utilize on their jaw to release some tension in, in oh, their jaws. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to get that light over here. Mm -hmm. Hold on a second. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. This is definitely the hard part of the room. No worries. All right. All right. There we go. All right. So, Basha, uh, from a Chinese medicine perspective or the acupuncture perspective, we call it the sinew channel. So, so what it is are these branches and bands that basically connect you all the way down, following muscle groups, muscle bundles, and pretty much like protecting uh, kind of the skin and the muscle. Um, it is connective tissue. So basically, it is that layer between the skin and the muscle. So. You need to be able to relax this because, again, it feels like you're wearing a coat that's too small when your fascia is like all bound up. So we were talking about trigger points. This is like you're saying when you got these knots in your shoulders, your face, or you know, getting your leg, your back, or whatever. Now these are trigger points. Uh, we call these excess points in acupuncture. So, so you want to do, do generally, generally put a needle, put a needle in it, in do a reducing technique on it so that this disperses all the built-up energy, which from a more scientific perspective, it actually releases the calcium from your myelinated sheath, which wraps around the nerve. So what happens is this the myelinated sheath pulls back, calcium attaches to the nerve bundle, and then you have a muscle contraction. So if calcium doesn't relax from this, you're stayed in a locked-up state. And this is all about the nerves again. So we're getting the calcium to let go, and it goes back into something called the sarcoplasmic reticulum. Okay. It basically goes back into your blood and, you know, in your stream and everything, but calcium's really important, but it's a stimulant. So you need to make sure you're counterbalancing it. Magnesium. Magnesium, right. And that's something that people are very much deficient in as with people living with epilepsy and also seizures, all these things deplete your body. And they're too focused on the calcium supplements. And, and vitamin D, D and not enough on the magnesium. I agree. Yes. Uh, we need more on the potassium as well. You know, because yeah. salt again is a stimulant, and, and potassium is a way that we like relax, relax the body, relax the muscles. Honestly, it's really good to have kind of a combo because these are like your essential nutrients, your essential minerals and stuff when you get down to it. Exactly. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And so one area where 99% of all of us, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I'm pretty certain all of us living with epilepsy are dealing with tension in our faces and our jaws. Um, like I said earlier on my live, if you're on, on Instagram at nine, um, I did have a seizure last night. So I'm dealing with a little bit of jaw tension um, today. And I know that, yeah, TMJ, 
all this stuff very common. So you said you had a couple, yeah, little points we can okay. kind of do self acupuncture without needles. Right. So this is one of my favorite things was using techniques and I can do a lot of stuff without needles. Cause again, you can just do some appropriate releases and you get an amazing neurological response and it doesn't even require any acupuncture at all. Uh, acupuncture really just helps improve the body's ability to heal and makes it amazing. The experience lasts a whole lot longer. So, I mean, you can do this to yourself all the time, but you know, you're going to have to keep doing it to yourself. If you get some acupuncture done, it's going to last a little bit longer. Just being honest. So, inside your mouth here. Uh, you can take your thumb, ride it all along the back of your cheek, and you're going to find this really tight spot in your tendon here. And it's pretty painful to touch. Oh, I can feel so it. You oh, just shit. go in I, there. I didn't mean to swear, but oh, I felt that. So, right, like, right at the back, kind of. There's like oh, a, right at the back, back there. there. Yeah. So you go in there, oh, and if you go to see a chiropractor or somebody else to do this, they are gonna dig in so hard it hurts. Okay. So what you do yourself, it's a lot easier. You can find the spot, and you just relax into it. Right. You don't have to hurt, hurt yourself. yourself. <laughs> There's no reason to hurt yourself. Don't yeah. hurt yourself. Like, seriously, just put it in there. Relax. You can go above. You can go below. And you just kind of push in and back. And you just kind of get the masseters from the inside of your mouth. Yeah. And honestly, it's an amazing release for TMJ. Especially, like, after you your so, yes, I mean, yeah, yeah. seriously, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, other, other things are just trying to relax your occipital muscles because this is like, like another spot, spot where everything, everything wraps, wraps around, around from your jaw up to like your C2, C3 area. Oh, cool. Huh. So, so, yeah, yeah it's, it's really important, important to make sure make you're sure doing you're things to work on your neck as well. You know, you can you work on the top of your shoulders. Now, this is a big point. Or releasing, releasing energy, energy down. down. And we yeah, definitely, definitely need that. that. <laughs> we need oh, more of that grounding. releasing energy down. <laughs> yeah, so it yeah, gets everything out of your head a lot more. more. Mm. And the last thing I would really recommend to people is play with your feet. I mean, honestly, you'd be surprised how sensitive your feet are. And just like putting some pressure and like releasing all the tension in your feet will actually help your brain. That Again, makes sense. there's yeah. all of these all of the nerve endings, endings nerve mm -hmm. bundles, and they're the most, the most sensitive parts, parts of your body. body. Your bottom, bottom of your feet. How often do you go outside, like climbing a mountain barefoot? Yeah, never. Yeah, you gotta protect <laughs> your feet. Like, so, no, this is a very important thing, and we just neglect our feet because they're so far away from our head. And we're all caught in our head. We're caught in our heart. <laughs> We're all caught in our gut. We just never get down to our feet. Oh, some of us are caught in our groin. <laughs> That's true. Yes, so true. That's so funny. Um, 
Yeah, well, we're just coming up on 10 o'clock now. So we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna end it at 10. Um, I really thank everybody for coming on today. We had just like 99 technical problems kind of right before <laughs> coming on here. So this is why it's a little just scattered and how Facebook, it didn't really happen how we wanted it to, but that's mm. fine. Cause this is, we, we knew it's our first time doing this. We're gonna work out the kinks and then yeah, be back live um, really soon. So yeah, thank you so much Alma for, yeah being awesome yes it has been so much so, fun and um yeah leave some so comments you that are interested, i'm gonna say we already have epilepsy hell the epilepsy well it's been going on for a while i haven't been posting every day like i started off because i want to do a little better content it's more valuable and we've talked with bringing krista on so i need you guys to help motivate her <laughs> I'm I'm this, down. This is pretty awesome, awesome too. Awesome so uh, she's got a great got perspective, perspective on things. On so I'm <laughs> looking forward to working <laughs> more with Krista uh, and sharing more content for everybody. The actionable solutions to taking back control of your life. Exactly. And this is what we need to be responsible for ourselves and not dependent on other people for our own happiness and well-being. Uh, Amen to that. Yes, totally. We got to yeah take responsibility for our own health, even though we all know epilepsy sucks. It's 100% the case, but that doesn't mean that we have to make it worse for ourselves. We have choices to make it better. And thank you for everybody on Instagram. Um, thank you for everybody on Facebook for showing up. And um, yeah, we'll, I, we'll put out information really soon about when we'll do this again. And yeah, I'll be on your podcast and yeah, put out this this information. And yeah, if anybody wants to join a uh, double dose of Krista today on uh, 4.30 p.m. <laughs> Pacific, um, I'm doing um, a free workshop on easing anxiety and depression from epilepsy through yoga. So nice. very similar, nice. Nice. same thing, but different when it comes to um, acupuncture, working on the same premises. Yoga, acupuncture, all these things together, massage, you start to layer them on top of each other yeah, and you really yeah. see a difference in your in your life. So yeah, thank you again. And um, yeah, we'll talk really soon. <laughs> all right, Chris, it's, it's been, been fun. fun. Thank, thank you everybody, everybody. On, Instagram on Instagram and Facebook. Facebook. It's, been it's been a pleasure. We'll, pleasure. we'll talk we'll to y'all real, real soon. soon. For sure. Bye-bye. <laughs>
more fighters in your life that are going to help encourage you to be empowered to take back control of your life. So feel free to also follow either of us on Instagram, Epilepsy Empowered, and I'm Drug Free Epilepsy. Uh, we are more than happy to discuss with you on any of these platforms where we are available to help you find actionable solutions to the problems in your life. Because you got to remember, ableism kills. If you aren't the person who's looking out for you, nobody else is going to be. And it's not because you're worthless. It's just because everybody is more concerned about themselves. It's just the nature of the beast. So we got to overcome the nature of the beast and help each other, watch each other, got each other's back every chance we can. So make sure, as always, you are doing the best that you can. Make sure that you are making an effort. One step, one degree, just a little bit at a time. Go find help that makes you feel good. Don't go get help that makes you feel worse. And I'm not saying ignore your doctors. I'm saying find the right medical providers that you need on your healthcare team. Because that's what life is all about is the team. Teamwork, community, family, friends. This brings us so much more meaning to our life. And you remember this, you understand this, because you know there's moments when you're lost and you're miserable and you're confused and you forget that we're here and we love you and we all want to see you succeed. So if you forget to love yourself, remember I love you and I'm really rooting for you. Seriously, I want to see you succeed. I want to hear your success stories. I want to hear about how much better your life has gotten because you decided you had enough of letting other people tell you what you can and can't do, what you should or shouldn't do when you know you best. You are the only person inside that body. You're the only person inside that brain. You're the only one that knows what it's like to be you. So you have to be the one evaluating how everything makes you think, feel, and whether it's improving the quality of your life or making it worse. So hopefully you have gotten some cool tips on doing some acupuncture. Go find an awesome acupuncturist. Somebody that wants to see you succeed. Somebody that wants to talk to you and teach you other things that you can do to manage your life. Or if you just say, hey, look, this is all I want to work on right now is just some acupuncture. Or maybe some herbal medicine that can help me with some of these symptoms. Uh... These are lots of options that you can do when you're taking care of yourself. So don't give up. Don't give in. Make sure you start asking your friends. Start, start looking for the people that are successful. Start making sure that those are the ones that you're trying to imitate. The ones that learn how to do it right. The ones that are getting the results that they want in their life. The ones that can actually teach you and tell you and support you in the process as well. So, again, thanks for tuning in. And as always, take care of yourself like you matter because you do.